Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The most important thing to do first thing in the morning is get yourself in a powerful state. If you're in a great mood, you will produce great results. You will have a great day. The better your attitude, the better the results you produce. 80% of success is psychology, 20% is mechanics. And if you simply go after that thing that you want, with all of your capacity, strength and sagacity, faith, hope and confidence, and stern pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, famishing, gold, sickness of pain of body and brain will keep you away from the thing that you want. Dogged and grim, you besiege and beset it. With the help of God, you will get it. You have something special. You have greatness in you. You gotta be hungry. Don't just sit there. Get your ass up and make something happen. Sometimes you just have to move. You're doing better than you think you are. Somebody needs to know today you're going to make it. Somebody needs to know today you're doing all right. You may not be what you ought to be, but you're not what you used to be. And you're going to get there by God's grace. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. And don't you keep putting yourself down. You're doing better than you think you are. I dare you. I dare you to walk your own path and work on you. Work on your dreams. I will not leave without that goal. I will not leave without that dream. I will not leave this university until I'm successful. I will not leave this job. I will not leave this client. I will not leave this opportunity until I do this. We're tired of this 60% you. We're tired of this crying you. This complaining you. We're tired of this hardship. Greatness is in you. You are here. Every single day, I'm going to do everything Of all the parts of our life we want to work well, perhaps the most important is lifestyle. Mr. Shulk gave me one of his strongest concepts when he said, don't just learn how to earn, learn how to live. And that's what lifestyle is all about, learning how to live. Here's one of the great challenges of life, being happy with what you have while in pursuit of what you want. Now consider this. Some people have plenty of beautiful things filling their days, but they get little happiness from them. Some people have money, but they have trouble finding joy in their lives. Imagine a father wads up a $5 bill and throws it at his son saying, here, if you need the darn stuff that bad, take it. Same money, poor style. And remember, it's not the amount that counts. It's the style that counts. Mr. Shelf taught me lifestyle in those early days, starting with small amounts. He said, imagine that you're getting your shoes shined and the shoe shine boy has done a fabulous job. You have one of the world's all time great shines. So you pay him for the shine. Now you consider from the change in your hand, what kind of tip to give him. 
and the question pops into your mind, shall I give him one quarter or two quarters for my neat shine? Mr. Schultz said, if two amounts for a tip ever come to your mind, always go for the higher amount. He said, become a two quarter person. I said, what difference would that make? One quarter or two quarters? He said, all the difference in the world. If you said, well, I'll just give him one quarter, that will affect you for the rest of the day. You will start feeling bad. Sure enough, in the middle of the day, you will look down at your great shoe shine and say, I've got to be cheap, one lousy quarter. That will affect you. However, if you go for two quarters, Schof said you can't believe the feeling you can buy for another quarter. That's lifestyle. Becoming a two-quarter person and learning to get joy from the greater person you are becoming. A man came up and introduced himself to me after one of my seminars in Detroit, Michigan. And he said, Mr. Rohn, you got to me tonight. I've decided to change my whole life. I said, fantastic. He said, you will hear about it someday. I said, I don't doubt that. Sure enough, a few months later, I was back in Detroit for another lecture. And the same man walked up and said, Mr. Rohn, do you remember me? I said, I do. You are the man who said he was going to change his life. He said, that's me, and I've got to tell you a story. Here's the story he told me. After the last seminar, he said, I started thinking about ways to begin changing my life. And I decided to start with my family. I have two lovely teenage daughters, the best kids anyone could ask for. They never give me any trouble. However, I've always given them a hard time especially as teenagers. One of the things they dearly love to do is to go to rock and roll concerts, to see their favorite performers. Now I've always given them a hard time on this subject. They would ask to go and I would say, no, I don't want you to go. The music is too loud. You'll ruin your hearing. And besides, it's the wrong crowd. I would always give them a hard time. Then they would beg, please daddy, we want to go. We don't give you any trouble. We're good girls, please let us go. Well, after they had begged long enough, I would reluctantly throw them the money and say, okay, if you have to go that bad. So that's where I decided to start to make some changes in my life. Then he said, here's what I did. Not long ago, I saw this advertisement that one of my daughter's favorite performers was coming to town. Guess what I did? I went down to the concert hall and bought the tickets myself. Later that day, when I saw my girls, I handed them this envelope and said, daughters of mine, you may not believe this, but inside this envelope are your tickets to the concert that's coming to town. I knew it was one of their favorites. They could not believe it. Then I told them one more thing. I said, begging days are over. Now my girls really couldn't believe it. Finally, I made them promise not to open the envelope till they got to the concert, and they agreed. Now comes concert time. When they arrive, they open the envelope and hand the tickets to the usher. He says, follow me. And he starts down front. They say, wait a minute, something must be wrong. The usher looks at the tickets and says, nothing is wrong, follow me. They walk down front, 10th row, center. 
Now the girls really cannot believe it. He said, I stayed up a little late that night, and sure enough, around midnight, my daughters came bursting through the front door. One of them lands in my lap, the other one has her arms around my neck, and they both say, you have got to be one of the world's all-time great fathers. What a neat story. What a great example of how it's possible with just a change in attitude and a little thought to live the good life. Same money, different style. Remember, the challenge is to get joy from your life and what you have to share. It's not the amount that counts. It's the uniqueness, the love, and the attitude that counts. Good thing about how I made a career was I was patient. So I would say to anybody still today, if you're going to be good at something, it does take a while. Just enjoy the getting there. You're going to get fed up. You're going to get disheartened. And people are going to tell you you're useless. Had all that. But what I can say, after about 15 or 20 years, I learned how to do something well. And I enjoyed that getting there as much as being there. Yeah, I think it depends what you want in your life. I mean, what I realized very young is that I didn't want to live in fear. All my years in school, I did live in fear that if you got something wrong, they would beat you. I mean, literally. <laughs> so you were kind of nervous. And I, I was always scared that I could have a job, which I may not be very good in. And my boss could hate me. And if he hated me, he could fire me. And I thought I couldn't live my life like that. So I, I kind of prepared myself to be good at something where I wouldn't have to have a boss and then I would only have myself to answer to. And then I wouldn't live in fear any longer. And there are times in this job where you get nervous or you, or you lose your nerve, but I don't wake up every morning like I did when I was going to school or wake up on a Monday morning feeling sick because I've got to go to school. Um, so I'm a great believer of, if you're not bright at school, and I wasn't clever at school, you can teach yourself something good, providing you have a good mentor and providing that you're patient.